it's time to explore the unexplained, to delve into the mysteries of our world and the realms beyond, to seek out the answers to phenomena that defy conventional explanation. Welcome to Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark with Karen Frazier and Chucky G, where that journey begins. Good evening, everyone. This is Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark with your hosts, Karen Frazier and me, the lovely Chucky G. Good evening, Karen. Good evening, lovely Chucky G. Why, thank you. I How are things like, in lovely land tonight? Oh, they're just wonderful. Just ducky. Just like, ducky. Yeah, yes. just ducky. Yeah, it's okay. You know, I had to work today, and that's always fun. And we're getting near uh, back to school, so it's kind of like psycho zoo land, and the receiving area is so packed you can't even get anything You're in there. You're getting near back to school. Didn't school just get out? Like, yeah. School, and, school yeah, here and I, just got out last week. Yeah, and all the stuff's like piling up ready, and eventually it'll be like, okay, now I have to get it on the floor. It turns into a nightmare. It's like, uh, that's like their Christmas, you know, because, I mean, Black Friday stuff is not really – you know, like as big of a deal. I mean, it's a big deal, but it's not as big as a deal like the bigger stores. But yeah. yeah, this is this is where they make their moolah. Yeah. Every year they seem to start it earlier and earlier. Pretty soon they'll be like, back to school. And they just got out like two days ago. Seriously? Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, you know what? Actually, that's what? true. I was in Target last week Target. and they had back to school lists. And then they also had dorm furnishing lists all up already. I've never been to. I haven't been to Target in forever. Ever since they put up the Wall of Marts, I have not been into Target anymore. Well, this is the first time I've been to Target in a long time because you have to drive a ways to get to it. But with the boy home, he he has needs. He needs things for his new apartment. <laughs> he has needs. He okay. needs he needs stuff. Well, he probably has those needs too. But I yeah, can't fulfill clarify, those. Nor do I want to. Not in Target, no. But he he needs things for his his new apartment. Um, oh, okay. Because he's moving into his apartment in August. Yeah. Also, uh, oh, are you like buying the stuff and like packing at your home right now? Just like building. Yeah, like- yeah, it's all up in his bedroom, but his bedroom is really big. It's fine. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, it's fine. So, uh, and then eventually, then he'll be out on his own like a big boy. Yes. So this is exciting. What's tonight? I've been waiting for this. Uh, I think it's haunted doll lady night. Haunted doll Holly. Yeah, Holly, and I think it's Holly Smar. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, and I am I'm excited to talk about this stuff because you know we've been doing our little uh, investigation experiments and our writings, and uh, so now we're gonna and we're and this is this one of the ladies that you bought some of the stuff. Yes, I have some. I have some of Holly's haunted dolls, and they are the ones that I actually believe are authentic. So this, yeah, so this is a legitimate yes. seller from yes. eBay. eBay, yes. I mean, I mean, she's a human being, not just a seller from eBay. Yeah, she's a person. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be cool though to talk to someone because I, every way that I contact to do about, well, at least the person I contacted about this never got back we've to me. We've not so. had, we've not had much luck with with haunted doll people uh, well, you know, wanting they, to talk to us. So, well, yeah, yeah, but you know, a lot of people too. They don't, you know, they, some people like freak out. They don't want to talk on the radio, or you know, it's just not their their thing. Their no, thing. but I mean, even to talk like privately, uh, because I told all the people that I've purchased a doll from that I was doing um, an article, and uh-huh. would they be willing to interview? And um, only two people said yes. Oh, okay. And Holly, Holly was one of them. So, Holly yeah. is a brave lady coming on the that's station right. with us crazy two people, but that's okay. She'll have fun. It'll be cool. We'll be able to talk about that stuff. Um, so uh, uh, other than the uh, buying of purchases. We, we already have a question in chat. Oh, we do. 
Yeah, Karma oh, wants oh. to know how can you tell whether a doll is haunted or not. Well, that's a really good question. Um, basically, you, you work with it, you do experiments, and with mine, it's activity that happened when the yeah. doll arrived. So yeah, and you have to. It's a lot of re- re- repetitive activity, repetitive uh, experimentation over and over. Like I did that with uh, when I got uh matilda a long time ago i mean i spent what a week or more than a couple weeks just every so often and trying different things and then going back and repeat trying to repeat and then um and then doing trigger object stuff and uh different meters and you know and i did actually get some cool uh responses according to the background of her and everything else yeah well, we're going to be we're going to be talking haunted dolls for the next hour and a half after we do the first part of the show. So, mm-hmm. I'm sure all your questions will be answered. Yes, we will answer them for you. Is it? I don't even know if it's Miss Karma or Mister Karma. I don't want to be like politically I, incorrect. I did not know. I did so, not Karma, know. if you're out there and you can hear us, because I know you can, type in if it's either Miss or Miss Miss or Mister. I can't even speak tonight because then I won't be like you know politically incorrect. But anyways, I believe it's that time, Cheryl. It's time for the Enlightened Edge, where we discuss all things metaphysical. That would be I feel like I raise out of my chair when I hear that. Like I know, just, me too, yeah. Like I, oh, and that's got to do with levitation, especially in what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Rolled right into that, didn't I? So we're going to talk about physical mediumship, because is this something that, oh, it's Mr. Karma. Um, I, I wanted to, you know, um, talk about it because it's something that like, you know, when I, like I said, when I was telling you off air that when I was a kid, I read about the Fox sisters and Kate and Maggie and all these different people and, you know, ectoplasm and, uh, things appearing out of nowhere, which I think is, is isn't that at ports, at ports, uh, stuff like that. So, um, but you don't, to me, I don't hear. I don't hear really anything about that nowadays when I talk to my friends who are mediums or me as a medium. I don't, you know, I don't really think I can apport things and stuff, but, um, why do you think that is? I mean, why do you, do you, I mean, do you hear about that stuff yourself or? Well, um, I know Amy Allen is a physical medium. Okay. Um, from, um, uh, dead files. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't remember the name of the show for That's a minute. Okay. But I, I'm certain that she's a physical medium. And, yeah, as a matter of fact, um, there's a great documentary out there called The Afterlife Experiments, The Soul okay. Experiments. Um, oh. It's on, like, Amazon for, you know, a couple bucks to rent or something. Mm-hmm. And I recommend that people watch it because it's about a physical mediumship experiment that was conducted, um, gosh, I think, like, late 90s, early early 2000s. Okay. And... These people had tremendous results, just tremendous results. And they did it under the supervision of investigators from SPR, the Society for Psychical Research. Oh, okay. And, I mean, they had things like uh, tables that would pick up and spin. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, lights, light anomalies that would yeah. go around the room. And I, they just had amazing things that happened. 
Um, so yeah, I would recommend it's called the Afterlife Experiments, the Skull Experiments. Okay, yeah, because I mean, one of the th- well, the first thing we'll t- well, because there's separate pieces to this whole thing uh, was the transfiguration, where someone takes the uh, where the, f- the media takes on the physical appearance of the person that's speaking. Oh, oh wait, them. sorry, Afterlife Investigations. Sorry, oh, and it is it is available for free on YouTube. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I've seen, I, I've seen some mediums where they, they will, um, where it actually, that, that actually has happened, you know, where they start to talk and it kind of gets the, like, you know, um, all right, Nancy, for instance, I do remember when we were at this one mansion, um, and she was doing something, uh, her voice got really deep, kind of like even Sean was with me. We were thinking this is kind of creepy because <laughs> it got like deep and sounded more like a man. And you could actually see in the, her face like change, like the eyes, the eye, the way the eyes were set, everything kind of like just the, the whole morphed. thing just kind of changed. Yeah. yeah. It kind of morphed. And, and first, uh, cause Sean, you know, he leans over to me, he goes, is it just me or did her face? Just and I'm like, no, I think that we're seeing something, you know? So it, it was really cool to, to see that, uh, you know, and it was interesting. Uh, I don't, I haven't seen it a lot, but I mean, do you know people that do that? And does that happen? Have you seen that or, or, or no? Um, so I don't know people who are physical mediums. Okay. Um, and so I haven't seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because I mean, one of the things was, uh, uh, what is it like? Ecto, like, all right, let's talk about this ectoplasm and, uh, or, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. We'll get to that question in a minute. Um, so, uh, ectoplasm or the things, you know, that they purport to this, that supposedly yeah. comes out of their noses and their mouths. Yeah. And, that happened I, in the skull experiment or the skull thing. It did. Uh huh. So what, I mean, what do you think that is? Do you think that's just energy or what? I mean, what was your, what is your, Thought process. The apports are really so. The apports I find super fascinating to tell you the mm-hmm. truth because okay. they just appear out of thin air. And where do they come from? Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't. I you know I you're asking me questions that I truly don't know the answer to. I'm so sorry about my dogs. Jim is mowing no, that's the okay. lawn. That's okay. But I mean, um, I I see it as uh. With the airports, I don't know if it was with the where they where the that one group uh, I don't remember what it was called, but they created this being or entity named Philip. And oh, that's different. That that was a like a psychokinetic or thought form, right. probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and basically the. Uh, but I remember like hands appearing out of nowhere, like just the hands of, of you know. Yeah, that like happened. In and, the, that happened in the skull experiment. Oh, okay. That maybe yeah. I mixed the two together. Okay. Whoa, it's like a party over there. Um, that's okay. Uh, so, so that happened in what you're talking about, where the hands came out and touched people and or, uh, yes. And, and I thought that was really cool yes. too, because you could actually, I mean, I, 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 I saw part of something, so that must have been it, because you could actually see it. You know, Patty I, reminded I was, me. Actually, I had, I did see it and experience it. Yes. Oh, uh, you, you did see it and experience what? Oh, a person like what happened with Nancy. Tell me, I want to hear. Patty texted me and reminded me. Okay. So we were at, um, actually, it was Mishaela, and she talked about it on the show when she was on the show. We were at somebody's house um, in Tacoma, and she'd been having problems with this this really aggressive entity, and um, 
I mean, and you could feel how aggressive he was. I'm so sorry. I wish they would be quiet, but they're dogs. Um, anyway, and uh, it's like the entity jumped inside of, of Michaela. Mm-hmm. And her voice changed and her bearing changed. And it was, it was really um, very, very intense. Yeah, I, th- I mean, that, you know, because when you look at the old pictures, like the foxes and stuff, I mean, some of it just looks totally crazy. I know some of it they found was not real, you know, so, so some of the mediums were caught, you know, right, right. Game, you know, stuff like that. But some of the stuff that they couldn't prove, like another one was uh, levitation. Yeah. Where things can levitate. Now, I, I, I know levitation to be true because... Uh, when Steve came over from the UK, he taught me about table tipping, which I find fascinating. And we actually did table tipping um, at the house, uh, uh, and it just blew my mind because it, it it started off where we were just we had like a table, and you just put your fingertips on it, your feet are tucked back, and the table will start to turn back and forth. And the thought process is it's your energy with the spirit using your energy to, to move it. And we're talking just fingertips. We're not talking holding the table or anything like that. Yeah, right? I've seen table tipping. Yeah, I've never it, done it. it. Oh, it's really cool. And it works. And it like it's spinning. And it was all right. So then we go down the basement because we want to do it farther. Lights are off. I'm holding the flashlight because I want to every so often pop it on just to see, make sure, you know, because, you know, I mean, I'm Mr. Paranormal Investigator. So I have to make sure everything is up and up. So um, we're doing it. And it's me, uh, Lisa, and Steve. And uh, we start, it starts moving and spinning. And then we start talking, like, you know, say, are you here? And it picks up and slams down. It's wrapping. It's actually wrapping yes or no answers to what we're talking about. So then we're, got, we're like, okay, well, if this is really you, then you must be in the room. So we, we told the, the spirit, uh, there's four corners and each one is a number. So can you knock to where, no, what number you're in? And it would actually, you could hear it knock in the basement and then move and then move. And then go, okay, can you come close to the table? And then the table would start banging louder. And then we'd say, okay, can you move away? And it would bang softer. Um, and it got to the point where, it, at one point, the table went up, and it was on because there's a three one of those three legged tables, you know, the decor table, decorator mm-hmm. tables. Uh, it went up, and it was on one leg, and I shined the light, and it was on one leg balancing, and I shined it all the way around. It was not leaning on anyone. In fact, at this point, Steve and I had taken our hands off. It was only Ben and Lisa. They had their eyes closed and heads down, so they didn't even know. And I was totally freaking out because it was not touching anyone. It was just balancing on one leg. So then we we said okay uh we we kept we kept asking some questions and they were probably repetitive and I think it started to get annoyed because the table just started going crazy I mean I swear to God like right out of a movie like bam, 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 spinning bam, bam, bam. it was like really loud and I was like holy cow and all of a sudden I said okay can you just stop and it just stopped and that was the the whole thing that we experienced and it just if it, it really blew my mind, so we did it. I did it once again at Christmas with the old team because Larry wanted to see it, you know, because he's like, I don't believe this, you know, whatever. And we did it, and it was so funny to watch his face when this time we had cameras and lights, you could see infrared, and it go up, and he's looking at it, and it's doing the same thing. It's just bouncing in the air like that, like something you wow. see in like a cartoon, you know? Yeah, it was very cool. I, I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have believed it if I didn't see it myself, but it did. But the the rapping and the knocking and the way it was slamming up and down effect what was interesting is we have it on film is when it goes up you know you can see like the fingertips are still kind of touching the table like a couple of people's and what when it drops the, the hands were still up in the air where the table was and it just dropped straight down so in other words unless your fingertips were like stuck to it it just 
it fell from right underneath their hands. So you could tell it was just it was there with no pressure or anything because you know it just dropped right from underneath them. So wow, cool. yeah, crazy. Cool. Get to try it, man. It's really That's fun. That's crazy. Yeah, I will have to. I but yeah. I, I yeah, I just I'll have to look at it like an instruction video on how to do it or something. Yeah, it's it's oh yeah, they're all over YouTube. They have like these people. They have these like gymnasiums for people with big tables, and they'll slide all around the room and they're running with it. It's it's really crazy. Um, another thing you talked about was spirit lights. Because that's what you were talking about um, with the flashes of light and stuff like that. So what do you think that is? Do you think that's just energy popping off? Yeah, I think it's just energy. Okay. Definitely. Uh, and, uh, and, okay, I guess I already covered on the knocking, rappings, and tappings. Because we do that as paranormal investigators. We always do that, that all the time, yeah. You knock on something. I think sometimes they just want to – like the one time I was doing it, they Smack just Smack you upside the head. Yeah, and they just whatever. swore at me and said, I'm not doing it. Um, but um, I don't understand how the – uh, my one question on this was: I don't understand how the the materialization and dematerialization of an object is that the same as yeah? Because they they have it separate on the thing I'm looking at, but um, I don't understand how that works. Do you think it's like um? I mean, my my personal opinion is I think it's maybe like where it just slips out of one dimension and slips back in another, like a like a door or a window, like a. Well, okay, so here's the thing: I have um, okay, so I had. I have a little bag of crystals. Okay. And um, I used to take them everywhere with me. Mm -hmm. And one day I was going somewhere that I felt very uncomfortable going. And so I had my bag of crystals. I set them down on a table. I turned around to do something, turned back around, and that bag of crystals was gone. Mm -hmm. I looked everywhere in that house. Honest to God, I set them on the table, turned around, turned back around, and they were gone. Yeah. So, um... Then, and they were in a bag, they were all together. And then about a year and a half, two years later, they were in my dryer, separately, not in their bag. It was in a little zipper bag. The crystals were separately just inside your dryer. That is, that is. And it wasn't like I had, (laughs) I had washed clothes that I didn't, that I didn't wear. I mean, I, everything I washed was stuff I'd been wearing all along. Mm-hmm. And I looked everywhere for those crystals. That is crazy. Well, I've had that happen. We, we, we did an investigation at Willow Creek Farm when Al was still alive. <laughs> and it was funny because I was trying to find my flashlight. We were just starting setting up and stuff. And I'm like, I had my flashlight in my on my pocket, in my pocket right here. He's like, oh, you probably dropped it, blah, blah, blah. You know, so we're walking around. We're looking all over for it. And I'm like, no, I just, don't you remember? I just had it. He goes, I remember you were just flashing it because we were trying to walk in the dark from the truck back to the house. And there's not a lot of light outside there at nighttime. So he knew I had had it. And I was like flashing it off. I go, look, I just put it in my pocket. It was just we just walked in the house like two seconds ago, so we're looking all over for it. We're all, you know like well for ten minutes. I'm like ah oh, well screw it whatever. I said I'll just get another flashlight so we can con- you know continue doing what we're doing. And so I go into the toolbox to flip it open to grab another flashlight, and there's the flashlight I was looking for sitting right on top inside. So the box. exactly. So clearly it disappears and reappears somewhere else. Right. I just want to know. And how we've had that. Me. We've had that happen. Like I, I've heard things like that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I set my keys down, turned around, turned back, yes. and they were gone. I, yes. I hear that. Well, I do that all the time because I lose my keys because I'm kind of you know a little. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, are you? A little bit. Um, but no, you hear about that stuff like that happening all the time. So I wonder if when my crystals disappeared, somebody else experienced them as an airport. 
Yeah, like I was saying, does it go somewhere else where the other person is in another dimension, just like a world like ours? And they're like, well, where the hell did these just pop up from? You know what I mean? And and, and all of a sudden, they have them for a while. All I can say is that solid matter, when you look at it at a very microscopic level, is not solid. It's vast, empty space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so maybe it just... And that's true, though, because they say that we, we which is kind of hard for me to grasp, but they say that when we look at something, we make it in three dimensions. We're the ones that make it three dimensions. But it's like, yeah, but like my microphone, I can see it. I can touch it. It's, 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 but it's still, it's still not as solid as it looks. It's, it's, I mean, particles that are very, very far, far apart. Quarks and leptons, or whatever the heck they yeah. are, you know. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I just blows my mind. So, yeah. So, I mean, we we pre- and then um, uh, the other thing was there was something called direct voice. Uh, oh, I know it, that, and that's pre- I, I think I know, I know what that is. That's when they when they talk through you with, without taking the mannerisms and stuff, just to basically. Well, that's what happened with her. that's what happened with Michelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I've been working with the the um, what do you call it? I'm really fascinated with automatic writing. Mm-hmm, so me too. Been, I do that. Re- do you? Yeah, because I'm mm-hmm. just learning how to do that. Where you just kind of relax it. And I'm thinking, yeah, this is this is silly, you know. So once once I went ahead and tried to do it, I'm like, I'm just gonna let my hand relax, and nothing's gonna happen, you know, whatever. Or I'm just gonna twitch, and it's gonna be like these little lines on the page. But actually, it was interesting because as I I relaxed. I can actually, I actually know I'm, I'm still awake and I'm there, but I, I feel my hand start to move and I'm like, I, I know in my head, I'm not moving my hand. Like my right hand is moving separate from the rest of my body because I can feel the rest of my body, you know, my left hand, I can feel it, my head, everything. So that kind of like blew me away. So I'm like, I, I want to, uh, try some more of that because um, I think it's just a way of communicating with the other side, just like you would do with EVPs or anything else, don't you? I mean, is yeah, it kind of thing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I do it. Um, there are a lot of people who, you know, <sighs> believe that they channel entities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the Conversations with God's books by uh, Neil Donald Walsh is mm-hmm. all supposedly channeled material. The Seth books, um, the Emmanuel books, um, Cryon, you know, uh, Jay-Z Knight up here about 20 miles north of us in Yelm uh, claims to channel an entity called um, Ramtha, the Ramtha compound. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, that's what I, that's what I just wanted to talk about on the Enlightened Edge this evening was just to kind of go over, uh, you know, because lots of times we talk about the same kind of thing. So I, I'm like, this is way different. So I really want to touch base on this because it, it actually was something that had actually pulled me in into the paranormal, you know, looking at books when I was in the seventies, you know, when I was a younger child. Yes. Well, I was a little bit, young, just a little bit younger, not a lot, just a little bit. Just a little so, bit. But anyway. Okay. So, sh- so should we, should we, you know, go to our break so that we yeah. can come back and talk about haunted dolls? Yes, we should. Yeah. Should okay. Do that. Okay. So uh, stick around. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Haunted Doll Holly. You're listening to Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark here on the Hazy Radio Network. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. It's me, Chucky G, and I'm here with Karen Frazier. We'd like to invite you to join us on Hazy Radio every Thursday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific, 10 to midnight Eastern for Paranormal Underground Radio. In the Dark with Karen Frazier and Chucky G. 
We'll be exploring the paranormal and featuring the latest in spiritual and metaphysical topics, as well as interviewing intriguing guests. So please join us every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern for two hours of exciting paranormal radio on hazyradio.com. Hey everyone, it's Karen Frazier from Paranormal Underground Radio. I'm here to tell you about my latest book, Pioneer Spirits, Investigating the Haunted Lewis County Historical Museum. In the book, I got together with Patty Valdez, South Sound Paranormal Research. SSPR has actually interacted with the ghosts at the Lewis County Historical Museum for more than seven years, and the experiences that I've had there as a volunteer and paranormal investigator have been significant. So I'm excited to share the story of the ghosts there with you. I hope you'll pick up a copy of Pioneer Spirits so that you too can know what it's like to encounter one of Washington State's most active haunts. This book is available on Amazon.com or you can visit my website at AuthorKarenFraser.com. Do you want to keep up with what's going on at Paranormal Underground? Then tweet us on Twitter at ParanormalUG. Or follow us on Facebook at Paranormal Underground. Meet us on MySpace, Paranormal Underground. There's no need to be in the dark about what's going on at Paranormal Underground. Join us on your favorite social networking site today. Life in the Universe with Madeline Rudy. Discussing paranormal happenings in everyday life with psychics, healers, and intuitives from all over the world. Call in to receive healing energy and balancing. Learn how to create the most fulfilling life possible from healers, intuitives, and life coaches to help you move along your path in life. That's Life in the Universe every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern, only on the Hazy Radio Network. Babies, you got to just roll with that flow. Yeah, right into the great daylight as the sun arises right there in your heart. Starting at 7 a.m. Eastern Time and running right into high noon. You've got the Coyote Medicine Show in the mornings with your host, Grandpa Peter Coyote, helping you take flight right into the heart, baby. That's right. You got to know, you got to get in the flow. The Coyote Medicine Show, only on the Hazy Radio Network. Where do you want to go to lunch? I'm having a stroke. Did you hear what I said? I'm having a stroke. Why aren't you answering me? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for fast. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Again, there it goes again. This tension in my lungs, I just want to scream. 
This is Patty Valdez with South Sound Paranormal Research, and you're listening to Chucky G and Karen Frazier on Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark on the Hazy Radio Network. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Hazy Radio Network, its affiliates, or sponsors. All shows are independently owned and broadcast for entertainment purposes only. Hello, we are back. This is Paranormal Underground Radio on the Hazy Radio Network. I am Chucky G with my co-host, Miss the lovely Miss, I should say the lovely Miss Karen Frazier. Oh, I'm lovely now. Yes, you look very lovely. I told you you look nice today. You look well, nice every day, but you look really good. Now, your son, I don't know about his butt so much, but you know. That uh, was Jim. Oh, was that Jim? That oh, was Jim. I can't tell that, which one's yes. jumping in on me. So I got a button. It's just crazy. It's crazy town. Crazy town at the Fraser House, folks. Um, so uh, we're trying to get a hold of our lovely guest that's supposed to be on this evening. Uh, what were you calling her? Haunted Holly? Haunted Holly? Haunted Doll call? Holly. Haunted Doll Holly. Um, and so far, we have no response. So, but that's okay, folks. Don't be sad because we can talk about Haunted Dolls all night long. We have enough information between me and Karen that we can just talk about it. So, um so while we're doing this, I want to talk about Matilda because this is how I mean this is how it started for me. Is it okay if I do that? Would that be alright? Yes, that's fine. I just um, I'm sending Holly an email right now, and I was trying to calculate what time okay. we would be on till on the East Coast. Sure, I believe that's it's fine. midnight. So yeah, okay, cal- all right. Cal- cal- calculate away. I'm yeah. I'm so, done. I'm done. Okay, so half. you know I've always been interested. Let's, right, let's go back even farther. Let's go back and even farther. <laughs> That's my, that's my noise. It is throwback Thursday, so throwback. let's get the Wow. So, yeah, I mean, I always thought, okay, I always thought dolls were cool and creepy. I mean, when I first saw Trilogy of Terror with that little Zuni f- doll, th- oh, my God, that thing freaked me the poop out. Have you ever seen that show, nope. the movie? Oh, my oh, God. I don't to, see a lot of you movies. You have to, all right, go get Trilogy of Ter- Terror with Karen Black. Watch, because it's three, like, separate little stories. You watch that one, I guarantee that'll freak you out. So, um, I like that one. Of course, you know, we have Chucky, uh, uh, you know, from Child's Play. We have all, we have Dolly Dearest. There's another one, Dolly Dearest. Uh, my favorite movie of all time is called Dolls, 
where it's uh, uh, these people get stuck in front of this house. They have to go in for the night because it's storming, and it's a, a husband, a wife, and a kid, and the husband and wife are really mean to the kid because they're like, it's her dad, but the stepmom, and they uh, they don't like each other. And they go into this house where these people just happen to be, I know, I'm sorry, witches. And the dolls are, are alive. They create these dolls, and they're alive. And they're good dolls, but if you mess with the dolls or do something bad, they will take you out. So, um, uh, the, the movie is just really awesome. I love it. It finally came out on Blu-ray. I was so excited. So anyways, so I've always had that kind of connection to haunted dolls. I mean, any kind of haunted object really, but dolls for some reason, I think because they represent us a lot, you know, they have the, I mean, if you look at some dolls, man, they look like their eyes and everything like they're well, just going to get up. Well, that's why a spirit would choose a doll is because it's a vessel that, you know, okay. So say I'm like dead, right? Okay. Uh, well, okay, uh, let's, let's just all pretend. Right. All right. And so I have three objects I can haunt. Okay. A cell phone, mm-hmm. a dreidel, or a doll. I'm sorry, what was the second one? A dreidel. What the hell's a dreidel? Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of clay. Uh, it's a, a spinny top thing. Okay. All right. All right. For Hanukkah. Okay. For Hanukkah. Right. Okay. Okay. So I have one of those three things. Or it could mm-hmm. be anything. I'm just random. I was just yeah. randomly picking objects. That's I'm fine. going to pick the one that looks like me. That represents okay. me in some way if I'm going to haunt an object. I would rather haunt a doll than, say, a chair. Oh, yeah, well, that's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, it would, well, yeah. Uh, do you think it's, well, it's not like they can see any better because they're just going to, they can see anyways. They're just attached. Let's get a little, let's get a little deeper. So do you feel, do you look at it as though they are attached to the object in an outside venue? Or do you feel that they're like in the actual article? Like, I believe just, that they're. I don't think that they're in it. I think that yeah. they're attached to it. Okay, good. Because that's what I feel. You know, I don't feel like they're actually. They're um, not like stuck. No, no, not at all. Though it would be kind of cool if they got in there and started walking around. Though I'd probably poop my pants. But you know, hey, that'd be kind of cool. Poop my pants. I'd yeah. poop my pants first, then grab the camera and shoot the whole thing. But um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, so, wouldn't that be weird if your doll was like all of a sudden? I know. Or I'm like sleeping, and all of a sudden I feel someone like touching my arm, and like stop it. Then all of a sudden I wake up and I realize. I'm the only one that's supposed to be in this room. And I look and there's my little doll going, I went to play. Yeah, that'd be it right there. Or like coming at you, yeah. your neck with your arms out or something <laughs> like they're going to strangle you. Or yeah. worse, no, the one that would be that would be really freaky is like you wake up and they're stroking your hair going, pretty. <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be a little bit too much for even me. As a paranormal investigator, uh, I, I just would freak out. But um, so, yeah, I always like to have that interesting uh a spirit attached to any kind of item but yeah dolls for surfing just because they well i mean i like the creep factor no offense but they kind of some of them do kind of look creepy and i think that's interesting you know it's true and a lot of people think that especially i've noticed since i started doing this haunted doll research mm-hmm. that people are really creeped out by dolls uh, um, yeah. i t- like took them to uh tours or something that we did at the museum and people were like oh look cheryl has bettina hello bettina <laughs> Um, but yeah, and people are really creeped out. About a year ago, we had um, a doll exhibit at the museum, okay. Okay. and they were we were supposed to have like a doll hospital and um, where people could bring their dolls in for repairs and stuff. Yeah, and um, get a doll identification workshop, and then there was going to be a Dolly and Me tea for little girls. Mm-hmm. And um, I sent Tanner out to distribute flyers. In, okay. in um, to the businesses in, in a town nearby, and the response. Do you know how many people were like, 
I go, that's creepy. And how many people came in the museum and saw the dolls and were like, oh, my God, those are so creepy. People are, there's something about dolls. It's like clowns. There's, it's like yes. one of those universal things that sort of creeps people out. Even Tanner. Tanner was, I had three of the dolls uh, over by where I work. And Tanner was standing behind my chair, leaning over, talking to me. And, and of course, he's just back from school. And his eyes met the doll. <laughs> and he was like, uh, what are those? And he kind of yeah. shuddered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, my son, my son, Ben, hates the hate. I, I, I can't even stress how much he hates the dolls. Probably doesn't help that I scared the crap out of him with it. But um, because there's this doll. Okay? My, yeah, my daughter had this doll, okay? And it, he always would like side eye it, like when he walked by it. And I go, "What are you doing? It's just a doll. It's looking at me. I know it's thinking about me." I'm like, "It doesn't have a brain. It's not thinking. It's a doll." So I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, I gotta have some fun with this now, right?" So the first time I took the doll, I took the doll. I put it in his room. Um, as you walk in his room to the left, there's like a table, right, where you flip the light on. So I took the doll. I strapped a knife in its hand. I faced it towards the door, like when he would walk in. So he goes to flip the light on. And <laughs> There's this doll standing here with the knife in his hand. And, and, and then the little girly scream came out. And then he was like so mad at me. He's like, he couldn't even, he was like, he actually lost his breath. He's like, <laughs> you didn't know what to do, right? So then, um, of course, I, you know, continued to do it day after day. I put the doll in like the bathroom, standing here looking at him. Yeah, uh, and one time I took did. the doll, I took the doll in the hallway and it's like in the middle of the hallway and he's at nighttime and he was trying to come up the, and he comes up the stairs and there's the doll, like right out of a horror movie standing there. He, 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 he would not go to his room he backed right down those stairs um so uh finally by accident after i, I said okay I'm, i've had enough now i'm gonna give the poor kid a coronary um i had to go to uh, rachel it was rachel's house so she's like dad you know she's younger i want you to watch the doll i'm like fine whatever and she went to school so i had to go to work so i took the doll and i just sat it on the couch not thinking you know so i go to work and i <laughs> and i and i get this phone call from my son who is so mad at me because he walked in the house Looked down the family room, and I must have set the doll down so it like looked perfectly up. And he said he walked in, and there's a doll sitting on the couch and looking at him. So yeah, he left the house. He's he was done. He left the house. He would call me up. He was very upset. I'm like, I I just set it down. I forgot all about it. I swear. So yeah. So every and then after that, what happened would they would? Yeah, I don't know why dolls creep him out, Chuck. <laughs> so has he worked this out in therapy yet? Well, no, but what they they did figure out how to do it because his buddy Mike could come over too, you know, and the doll was in the basement. So one morning, um, went down there into the basement. And there was a like a weight on top of the uh, the washing machine. Right? Why is there a weight on the washing machine? So come to find out that I guess the doll was staring at him and creeped him out. So what they did is they first put the doll in the washing machine, uh, but they felt that it could still crawl out and get them. So then they went ahead and put a weight on it to make sure the doll wouldn't be able to push it up and get out of there. So, yeah, I don't think he's ever worked that quite out. So. No, no. Well, you know, there's all sorts of things that we do to our kids that someday they're going to need for <laughs> Tanner used to like to jump out from behind places and <clears throat> scare me, you know. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> so I did it to him once. <laughs> and the <laughs> the scream and the absolute look of terror on his face. It was it was it felt good though, didn't it? I felt I felt terrible, uh, but at the same time it was glorious. I mean he was probably <laughs> like ten. Oh, that's hilarious. So yes, yeah, so, I mean, you know, that's that was my idea, dolls, and you know the creepiness to them. But then I, then I, you know, of course, as I got older and got into the field, I was like, you know, I really want to find out if there's any truth to 
you know what people say because everybody in the world as we talked about when you get when when we started getting on ebay uh what i did with matilda the first time i saw this you know haunted dolls.com or whatever it was it was just haunted slash dolls on on facebook but i was like oh they have a website and they they find these dolls and they try to adopt them out to people um they usually charge you just the, the cost of the shipping you know there's not really any other, they're not trying to make tons of money on it you know and, and i saw the doll and i was like wow and i'm like yeah but shipping from the uk to here is not cheap so I'm like, I really can't afford that. I saw this doll, Matilda, and I thought, well, she just something about her. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I can't afford her. So I, I do, then I had some contests. I answered the contest. You can win a doll. You know, I don't ever win anything. So I put it out of my head for like a month or so. And then all of a sudden there's this brown box in my mailbox and I take it out and I'm like, there's no markings on it. So I open it up and there's Matilda in the, in the box. So I was like, well, I guess it was meant to be in a way. So I took her out and, I read the backstory of a, uh, it was a 12 year old girl spirit that's connected to it. She likes roses. Uh, it was pretty in depth, um, enough to where I had some information and that's where it all started for me. So I just, I started doing uh, experiments with her. Like I said, uh, uh, we were talking before and, um, it worked out really good. I did get some response. I think the coolest response I got for all the different things that I tried. Uh, in fact, when I was taking a picture for the cover for the magazine too, uh, she started lighting up the K2, which was kind of funny because I wasn't even trying to do anything. I was just using it for <laughs> a picture and she was setting it off. But, um, was when I said, I'll tell you what, cause I'd been doing it for like a couple days now and there was nothing there. I figured, well, maybe she's kind of shy. So I said, look, if you light up that, if you light up the K2, and I mean all the way, you have to light up all the way, I will get you a rose. And it's, it's, I swear to God, as soon as I said that, the K2 just lit up all the way into the red. It held it for a minute or so, and then it just was gone. So I'm like, well, I pretty much got to go get a rose now. I mean, I can't go back on my word. So I did. I got a rose, and I put it with her, and I, I left it there. And, and then, of course, we had some good uh, interaction. I used my daughter because, you know, she's younger. So I figured, you know, maybe that would be the key because I'm kind of a, I'm an, an older guy, so maybe she's a little intimidated. So I tried that, and uh, that seemed to really work really well with the trigger object music. And my daughter, we just got all sorts of crazy stuff happening. So Okay, cool. Well, so Nancy actually has a haunted doll. Oh, does she? Yeah, so Cheryl, why don't you pull her on the line? And then Cheryl can Cheryl has one too. Mm-hmm. We have dolls so, everywhere, folks. Yes. That's right. Mm. That's right. We can talk about dolls till we're blue in the face. <laughs> why is it always blue in the face, by the way? Could it be I like I don't know. I, I think that's just an experience. it's maybe it's like holding your breath until you're blue in the face or something. Yeah. Hey Nancy. Well, could it be like you could be white in the face because you could get pale? You know, you could be like That's sick and go, oh my God, with a vomit, and then it would be white. It would not be blue. That's true. Saying. So, Nancy, you have Suzanne. Yes, she is. There she is. Uh oh. 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 There she is. There she is. Oh my God. So, have you? So, have you <laughs> been able to to ascertain whether you believe that Suzanne is haunted or not? Well, I don't know about haunted as like scary haunted. I don't think yeah. so. No. Uh, you know, one of the things I've experienced with her is um, her eyes. They seem to follow you into the room. And then, as I told Chuck, what has been interesting is that um, she has almost like tears that come to the side of her face. And I've actually cleaned her eyes. It's usually her right one. And I clean it up because I thought maybe there was something in there. And I was just seeing things. 
um, but it will reform itself. It's almost like she has um, just like a droopy eye. So, and uh, as I told Cheryl, the other thing that is interesting for me is none of the animals like to go near her. Uh, there's two dogs and a cat in the house, and they stay away from her completely. I put her on my bed. I put her on a chair. She stands on the side. They will not go near her no matter what. So really? She, you, know, hunt, you know, in a way, like scaring people or stuff like that? No. I mean, she's with me all the time. She's in my room. Yeah. So she, you sleep with her in your room, huh? Yep. <laughs> so she hasn't, you know, moved yet. But, yeah, right. um and people can't people can't see her. I mean, was she like three foot tall or something? She like is a she's a patty play pal doll. She is. Yeah, she is that's a two cr- foot tall. Man, look and at that then, thing. Shelly's interest. Yeah, she's big. See, she's my oh. size. She's like Man. the size of a three year old. She could actually. And she has grab a bracelet. Take- she has a bracelet on. No, she you doesn't start- grab you, talk. She doesn't grab you. Take anybody. you out, man. Oh, and start strangling you. Man, that's creepy. That's yeah. Um. You know, for me, as an intuitive, like when I like to go comb her hair or fix it, um, it's almost like, don't touch me. You know, there's that, you know, don't do not do that to me. Uh, but I can tell you that she was very well played with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as I'm sure you remember, there's one of her arms that will fall off and one of her legs. So I put it back a couple of times. But, um, you know, she's, she's been very interesting for me. I have brought her closer to all the animals to see what they would do. Uh, they don't growl, you know, they don't do anything weird, but they just completely walk the opposite direction, which is unusual for them. So, but hmm. um, she stays with me. She's cute. Yeah, she is. She's getting things that, you know, um, her eyes do, do move, you know, they're movable. They're not stationary. So right. oh. from, time to time, <clears throat> from time to time, what you will see is one will come down versus the other, you know, stays up. But again, nobody is in the room other than me, and I don't go play with her necessarily. So, that's, that's, that's kind of creepy. So you're saying like one goes one way, and one goes the other. Yeah, this one. That's um, you know, this is the one that I have actually cleaned a few times mm-hmm. because it's almost like that. You know, like when you have like a pink eye, or the morning, you know, um, he will literally build up on the bottom. So I have cleaned it, and at times when I'll come back into the room, this one will be down, and this will be up. So she gets, so she gets crusty eye boogers? Uh-huh. Whoa. That's pretty cool, like, actually. Yeah, a little child, you know, like when you have the uh, we know when your child was little, and you will wake up in the morning yeah. and have that crusty thing, and you'll go clean it up. That's yeah. what she does. Yep. I'll well, be darned. You have to write all this down. I had to move the bracelet from one hand to the other because said her arm would, you know, come down and go, okay, and the dogs and the cats will walk with the bracelet, so it's like, okay, give it back, it goes to her, so, and, uh, so I put it on the other side, but, okay. but this is closing, you know, they've gone, but she's, uh, very interesting, yeah, so, very interesting. I like her, good, and I know that she was very loved, she has a very soft voice, um, uh, for me, um, there's a lot, I feel like there's a separation, you know, I so, Still feel like you know she's still looking for the little girl who used to play with her. So hunted as you know, trying to grab someone or reach out. No, that I haven't seen. Her presence is known in the night. So she's a good companion for you then. Yes, she is. She has been, um, you know, and. So like I said, it's it's been interesting uh, because when you send it to me um, and I open the box. Um, all the animals ran out of the room. I was like, why are you all running away? 
And, you know, normally when a box comes to the house, they all want to come and check it out. You know, like, right. okay, let's see what's in it. They, they want to play in the box. Uh-uh, none of them. Yeah, I, my cat, you know, <laughs> had the box there for a while. Um, she, she wouldn't even go near it. It was like, forget it. And uh, my cat is right behind me. Yeah, she she's will not sitting come right near. behind you now. So it's like, hey, yep, she's sitting there, but she will not come near the, the doll. She won't touch it. Wow. No, no. Now, 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 Cheryl, you have a doll, Bettina, right? You should, you should show Bettina to Suzanne. Yeah. They know each other. I, yeah, bring, I do. Bring Bettina up so I Bettina can see Suzanne. Karen. We're having a doll. It's a doll. It's like, it's like, I feel it's like speed dating for dolls. Sent me Bettina to well, do. It's a reunion. Yes. Right, that's a reunion. That's right. To do some experiments. So, yeah. From Karen's house, while the other houses, and now they're like, hey, <laughs> wow, yeah, so, it's such a surprise. Now, I Cheryl, know. have you had Cheryl? Yeah. Have you had any activity with Bettina? Well, here's the here's the here's the issue. We okay. have planned experiments. I don't know for four weeks running weekends running now, and mm-hmm. something has come up every weekend. So we haven't done the actual experimentation with the gadgets. So we have planned experiments with the you know EMF meter with the um, what's it called the ghost app uh, ghost radar I believe it's called mm-hmm. with um, you know the thermometer with the you know EVP session different experiments like that that are organized right. and controlled um, as far so so now we'll know more in about a week or so but um, as of now we have had some, a couple of little things here and there that seem unusual as far as you know noises and disturbances and that kind of thing but nothing that i can say is related to bettina the haunted doll it could be but it could be something else it's just i can't say um the most impressive thing for me was right after karen sent bettina to us mm-hmm. and um at the same time karen had sent us the um pendulums one for chad and then one for me and so we took them out and immediately um um, asked some questions and did some experiments with the pendulum and it seemed like there was just some strong answers to the questions um, and so you know I don't know I'm new to using a pendulum but it but Chad did as well so um, it seemed like we did get some direct answers or what seemed like direct answers that we asked Bettina well what I think was interesting was Chad's reaction to Bettina yes that, <laughs> you bring up a very good point because as you know, Karen, Chad, I do I, know <laughs> when I brought, here's the thing. When Karen and I were talking about experimenting with haunted dolls, I w- and then Karen, you know, said, well, do you want to experiment with one? And I thought, oh, how cool. Yes. You know, and I thought it would be, you know what? I didn't even ask Chad because I honestly thought he would love to experiment. That was not the case <laughs> at all. He has no love for experimenting. Is that he what does, saying? but not with haunted objects it's kind of, I mean, he just thought, well, we're inviting something into the house. What could be the side, you know, the, the side effects or what, what could that bring on that we don't know about, you know? So it was a hesitation and un- of the unknown. And um, he's got a good point because you don't know what is going on. And so you have to be careful. You have to maybe do a few things for, to protect yourself and, and to get ready and to, um, know how to experiment but he soon warmed up to the idea and actually when Bettina arrived he was so 
funny because he was like clearing off a space in his bookcase for Patina. <laughs> you know, right next to him, he was like trying to make Patina at home. It was really, really funny and cute. But um, he would give Patina pieces of candy every now and then. <laughs> Tell her good night. Did she, did she eat the candy? Or no? no, nope. She oh, didn't eat geez. it. I ch- keep checking. It's not been eaten. So, um, yeah, yeah, the candy's still there. Um, but no, yeah. So Chad is all. He's he's actually the one who organized the um, how we're going to do ex- the experiments. He's created you know exactly how we're going to do them, and he has logs ready to go. And so now he is into the experimentation with the haunted doll. Cool. Yeah. So we need to take a break. It's that time. So let's do this. Let's take a break. Uh, you know, come back. We'll talk some more doll stuff. Uh, stick around. You're listening to Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark here on the Hazy Radio Network. We'll be right back. Hey, Doug, what you doing? I'm celebrating the new time slot for Periscope Uncensored. That's right. We're moving to 9-8 Central starting April 3rd. Yep. And with a party this big, we have to invite all of the Hazy Radio listeners. <laughs> Uh, what was that? Oh, God, I think I partied a little too hard. Oh, Doug. Catch Periscope Uncensored Friday nights at 9, 8 central. Only on the Hazy Radio Network. Hey, Hazy Radio listeners. Do you like animated movies and TV shows? Do you ever wonder just what goes into making the magic that appears on your screen? Join Doug Engler and Brandon Ahrens every Sunday night for Animazing Radio. Animazing will feature everything in the animation arena, from voice actors and actresses to illustrators, producers, and more. Only on Animazing Radio will you find the very best in animation from around the world. Catch Animazing Radio every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, only on the Hazy Radio Network. Are you looking for a show that puts the paranormal in a different light? A show that shoots straight from the hip? A show where the knowledge of paranormal is number one? Then join Rick Hale, former co-host of Paranormal Underground Radio, for his new show, Common Sense Paranormal, where paranormal straight talk is what it's all about. Every Thursday night from 9 to 10 Eastern, right here on the Hazy Radio Network. In the middle of the night 
This is the Paranormal Underground Radio on the AZ Radio Network called In the Dark Radio with Karen Frazier, Chucky G. Oh, and we have Miss Nancy Laporta. Heck, we even dragged Cheryl Knight on here. By the way, before and we get Suzanne further, and it's a whole plethora of people and dolls. Um, but the songs we were listening to, one of them was Luke Potter, There It Goes Again. The other one was uh, Corey Roberts, You Find, which we played a couple times because it was just so beautiful we had to do it twice. So there you go. That's right. It's right, a song so, so to- nice we played it twice. Woo, look at that with the rhyming and everything. You yeah. should, I think you should sing something tonight, Karen. That's what I think. I'm thinking you I already sing. sang. Ah, poo. All right, fine. So uh, we were talking about dolls. We we ended uh, before break with Cheryl and Bettina and something about killing somebody. Was that what we were talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. No, that was just in my head. Never mind. Look uh, at Suzanne. I, Suzanne looks like a little girl sitting there in front of Nancy. Yeah, she does Suzanne's, look at her. She looks real. She's freaking me, she's freaking me out, man. She's oh, giving me this. No, look, look at She's giving me stink eye. No, she's giving me stink eye. A few people can see this right now. She's staring right at me. It's freaking me <laughs> out. Um, so, um, so yes, yeah, so we all have our, our dolls. Uh, Karen, you have a, a a little slew of them over there, don't you? I have a few. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what would the what, well? Can you describe them and kind of? I mean, tell us a little bit about them. Sure. So some of them, I think, are just absolutely nothing. I mean, that that they were <laughs> fraudulent, and and but that I expected that. Okay. Um, I expected that from the majority of the dolls that I got that there there would be nothing to them because people are, you know, selling stuff on eBay to make money, mm-hmm. um, and you know, so they all come with a little story of what whatever the person selling them wants you to think um, is going on. But so I have um, one doll that when she arrived, things immediately started happening. Her name is Verena, and I actually got her from Haunted Doll Holly. Okay. And um, Holly got her in Germany. Oh. And, yeah, and she's um, she's just, the, the night she arrived, first of all, as soon as I touched her, I felt like this, just very, very strong energy from her, which I hadn't from the other dolls. Okay. And um, that night, I was laying in bed, and Jim was at work, and all the dogs were in bed with me. 
Um, because when Jim is at work, I sleep with dogs and cat and every animal in the house is with me. Okay. Um, and, um, I kept hearing someone running up and down the hall and I kept hearing our doors are really creaky. (laughs) And so I kept hearing the doors creak, creak. And it was so much that I actually thought that there was somebody in the house that somebody had broken in. Okay. And I got up and I got into the gun safe and got out one of our guns and went walking through the house because I thought there was a person breaking into the house. Okay. And there wasn't. And so, it's happened. That's happened a couple of times now. You didn't like blowing the doll's heads off or anything, did you? Like, <laughs> <in> the... <laughs> no, you like you see it like this. The, like the outline of somebody, you know, and just because it's smaller and you just kind of take no, it No, but that's yeah. happened a couple times. And then so finally what happened is I started, uh, I, I said one night before I was going to bed, because um, I tried a few things, don't don't bug me when I'm asleep, but they don't really know what that means, right? right. I mean, they're right. just running around the house doing their thing, whatever. And so finally I said, when it's nighttime, when I'm in my bedroom asleep, I need you to not make noise. And that it stopped. So okay. I just had to come up with the right way to mm-hmm. ask them to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I unfortunately, I, I'd like to have had more time to do some. Oh, and I used that ghost box, Echo Box. Yeah, the Echo Box. Mm-hmm. The Echo Box. And actually, Verena said her name on the Echo Box. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's a pretty cool app. I mean, I, I yeah. have to say that's a very uh, well-made app that actually works. I mean, it re- works really well so much that we use it. We hardly even use like the spirit box anymore because it's so much more clear, you know? So, yeah. um, all right. So let's bring up, let's bring up this, this, this topic haunted versus spirit attachment. Cause to me, yeah. I believe to me, all right, I'll give you what my opinion is. Okay? I think this, haunted is a misnomer. Yeah. But to me, I mean, uh, to me, I think there is a difference. I actually see it as two different things. And, you know, you could disagree. But, like, to me, a spirit attachment is where I pick up something from the Tao as far as I sense something connected to it that could be of uh, a residual energy from the owner or actually an, uh, an entity that is actually there. Where to me, haunted means stuff like you're talking about, like the Tao actually you'll hear the, the running around or it's the eyes. Yeah, are but it wasn't a little or, doll feet. It sounded like a big well, person. I mean, yeah. it's not like I got out of bed and the doll was running down the hall. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that but to me, that's, that, yeah, that's to me, that would be haunted. Like, or, you know, the eyes are moving. They're following you. That's kind of haunted. I mean, you yeah, know, it's not like, like, so like Nancy's is kind of haunted. Right. That's what I'm saying. I, I say that if it's moving or it, it gives the illusion that it's moving, or maybe it isn't just, you know, I, I think that to me is more, of a haunted nature because it's actually physically doing something. Like w- one day I had I had Sarah Jane, okay, and she's up here, and I have her sitting straight on the shelf, so straight facing. I set her straight. I went out into the room. I was watching TV. I came back in, and I'm not kidding you that she was turned facing the door. And I'm thinking, did I move it? Did I bump it? Um, I, I, I I moved it back. You know, to a straight position. Um, and then, like, a couple of days later, I look at it, and it's not quite as moved as it was before, but it is kind of cocked a little bit the other way again. So I don't know if it's a vibration on the floor, on the shelf that's moving it, which I doubt it because I'm in the basement. So there's not, I can't, like, shake the, shake the earth, um, especially now that I've lost so much weight, of course. But, yeah. um, you know, uh, but I think that there really is something to it, you know, and I think that's, that's me, that means more of a haunted nature because it's actually, physically doing things, you know, versus just the sense of something there. Yes. So this so, is Verena. 
you guys Ver- Oh, Verena, I love, is it, she have like a little hat on and everything? A little bow? She got a little hat on. She wears cute little boots and little, little knickers and yes. Uh, I'm so afraid at some question. point we're going to break out to a tea party and I'm going to be uh, sitting on the sidelines. <laughs> what, Cheryl? <laughs> I have a question. You, did you say that you got, uh, uh, through the ghost app, the name Verena? Yes. Because like, Okay, what are the odds of that happening? That's not a common pretty name. Pretty weird because yeah. pretty Paula rare. is the one who told me her name was Verena. Mm-hmm. And then okay. I got through the ghost app the word Verena. And yeah. what's cool about Echovox is that you turn it, if you put like on your phone or your tablet, you're supposed to put it in uh, airplane mode. So there is no, nothing coming into the actual unit. It was in airplane mode, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it has like four banks and they're just phonetic sounds. And, they, and it was said with a German accent. It was like Verena. Wow, right. we, we get stuff all the time. Like we just got like I, I all right. So I did the first word schoolhouse, and I, um, Sean goes, "Hey, if there's whoever can you tell us who is this?" And you hear Pete. I'm like, "All right, so who's Pete?" So I I, I texted uh, Judy Carl, and I said, "You know, who's you know is there a connection to Pete, like with the building or something like that?" And then she comes back and she, she sends me a picture, and it says um, uh, something Pete's science class or something on the chalkboard in the first ward schoolhouse and i go was was that someone that actually like taught there or something she says no but it's connected to her son justin who is part owner of the building so i mean come on there's a million names you could get and we did get other names but that yeah well and verena's pretty pretty it's pretty strange one so nancy you pick anything up from her i like her a lot um you said she's from germany but i feel like she's from switzerland so oh, okay. and I, I just feel like you know, uh, for me, it feels like she's been she has been sitting on a shelf, but I don't know if it's your shelf or you know where she comes from. Uh, when I look at her, I feel like that there were two children in the house, not just one, a boy and a girl. Um, and I know you only have one, so I know it's not yours. Um, you know, I feel like she. Uh, uh, how can I explain it? Feels like she was a little more snobbish, like you know, sitting on you know. A little um, upper class, whoever she, whoever she belonged to, um, very educated people. Um, again, I don't feel that there's anything harmful. You know, like can anybody hurt it? You know, n- no one has been hurt. Now his, on the other hand, Chuck's. Um, I've had That's questions the one about. you you remember. You saw him before he yeah. before we even gave, bought him for Chuck. Right. Yeah. Because uh, you know, when I look at Chuck's, I was like, okay, there's definitely something there that. You know, makes me go, okay, you know, like, I need to stand back. Um, you know, yours and uh, Cheryl's, I feel like they're very inviting. You know, like, you want to come and play. You know, it is, I go, like, I put it back on the shelf, please. <laughs> Sorry, Chuck. Don't no listen to her. Don't listen to her, babies. It's okay. Daddy loves you. <laughs> For me, um, you know, when you guys talk about hunting, I was like, you know, it's almost like when we talk about possession for people, you know, and I think that many people use the word hunting in a, in a very negative way. You know what I mean? So this yes. is kind of where I you get a clarification on it. You know, um, you know, when you talk about seeing and feeling, you're talking about psychometry, you know, leaving a vibration behind. Um, you know, but do I feel that the little girl who played with her or the little girl that played with yours decided to jump into the doll and continue living through the doll, then I don't believe so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's where, where hunting comes in. And, of course, many people have that, you know, misconception that hunting means I'm going to come and hurt you. So, you know. Oh, there's Sarah Jane. 
It's Sarah Jane. It's, it's Sarah Jane better. Yes, I like her. Yeah, she's sweet. I I absolutely I love like Verena. If, if people could see us now with our dolls, we're also with our dolls. Well, well Cheryl, no, Cheryl. Cheryl's not. Cheryl's putting Where's Bettina? Uh, the, oh, now it's official, folks. We have four people on video with their dolls. I am on, totally going to grab a screenshot of it. Yes, and, and it's funny because they're all ladies, and here I am the man. I'm supposed <laughs> to be the man, and I got the girl doll. We all have girl dolls. Hey, is that a girl? Screenshot hey, this, sister. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have screen capped us all with our dogs. Oh, God, that's going to be on go. Facebook. I'm in trouble now. Of course it have, is. I won't have any men friends anymore after this one. It's all over. Of course it is. We're all sitting there with our dolls, man. Oh, now he's putting his doll away. Chicken. Hey. Chicken. Yeah, you know, I think that... Um, but so okay, so I understand that because I do the psychometry thing. Like I can touch my piano and see my piano is over a hundred years old. When I play my piano, I see everywhere it's been, and I see all of the people who have played it, and and all of that. So I understand psychometry. But if she's running up and down the hall, I mean, not her, the doll, but whatever. I mean, since she came, there's been this the creaking of the doors and the running down. So isn't that more of a spirit, a different? That's a spirit attachment as opposed to just it is I agree with you um, but you know that's similar to when we go to investigate homes and that is portals and you know spirit comes in so my question then will be is your doll more like a portal to you know their energy of you understand what I mean so mm -hmm. I don't know maybe I, um, is due to all the uh, you know titles and such it's like hunting for me means uh, negative you know, attachment, harmful attachment. That's what hunting for me is, the, you know, it comes to my, to my mind. Um, you know, having an attachment and letting you know that, because you also are very curious, Karen. You know, like mm -hmm. you want to know there. So I feel that, you know, in your request of let me know if there's something with my doll, you know, I feel like you're getting your answer going, yes, here I am and here you can hear me, you know what I mean? And you keep saying, give me proof. So what yeah. kind of proof than having doors creak? You know, um, my question to you is, you have animals in the house, and we all yes. know that animals are extra sensitive to vibrations of any spirit, any stuff. Do any of your animals growl when that happens? No, they, not, no, not a thing. And usually, I mean, that's one of the reasons that it was so weird is because, like, um, my dogs, you you listen to the show. My dogs freak out all the time, um, and if if any if they hear footsteps or see anything strange, they, and they didn't, they all stayed quietly on the bed, and um, which was weird. But now Cheryl's doll, Bettina, um, we have one of our dogs, Mickey, who's afraid of everything and everyone, and he was so into Bettina. He every time I'd turn around, he'd be up sniffing her and pawing at her. And I and this is a dog that's just absolutely terrified of everyone. So, yeah. Did you just screen? Did you just take picture of Nancy and I with our dolls? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> uh -huh. You know him. No, it was my brother. He was trying to text me a while, and he goes, oh, you're on the show. And I said, yes, I'm on the show right now. I'll show you. So I, I sent him a picture. So there you go. But, okay. yeah, so it was it was Cheryl's doll, Bettina, that the one. But the dogs haven't been afraid. Uh, no, you know what? They didn't like Suzanne. They stayed away from her, too. 
And when I would have her down, they would scatter. And I thought, well, maybe it's just because she looks like a, a real person because she's life-size. And so I thought maybe that was it. You just gave me chills. When you said that about your dogs, you just gave me, you know, the yeah. chills. Because like I said, um, my cat just moved because I moved her up next to me. So she just went to the opposite side of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we have a bull messed up in the house, and he will not come near her. Um, you know, I put her sitting right pretty on the bed, and not, he won't come near. He doesn't growl. They don't do anything to her, but they just won't. So there's, yeah. feel like there's something there. They're like, don't mess with me. Yeah. So. Yeah, but they, they haven't, they were, but so they loved Bettina. Um, they didn't like Suzanne, and they've kind of been indifferent. Indifferent to the rest, including including Verena. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it's very fascinating. The whole subject is very fascinating because um, it's like, and 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 because we're doing the experimentation, it's like, how do you how do you prove it? You know, I mean, to the layman, that is. Well, um, and we how, had that question at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's basically, like we said, it's re- being repetitive, uh, using equipment, trying to collect data. Um, of course, we're all doing it. We're all doing it differently too. Like Nancy's doing it psychically. I was trying to do it with my equipment. Um, you were doing it. Would you say, Karen, more with the equipment or a little of both? Both. <laughs> okay. And then no, um, but I mean because I. I- I feel certain things, but, you know, Nancy kind of nailed it. I, I need the proof. And so even though I have these feelings, I'm like, yeah, I don't believe that. I, so I don't trust it. Yeah, and that's, and that's so, I, so I do the instruments as well. But I really need to spend time um, with more time with the instruments. That's what I've lacked the time to do because I was so busy writing. You know, I, I wrote two books back to back and have mm-hmm. been a little busy. So. And, and Cheryl, you about, haven't really done yeah. anything, have you? You've been slacking, haven't you? Um, well, I mean, we did the initial pendulum sessions, <laughs> and and then we're going to be doing the yeah. We've been slacking. Um, <laughs> we uh, we have our equipment sessions coming up, um, but you know, it's been interesting because what I was just going to say is, how do we know? Like to me, Karen's capture of the name of a doll that I've never heard that name before myself. Um, it's not common yeah. here anyway. Um, that's really impressed me. Stuff like that, that's really impressive. But then the, my question be- becomes, is it us creating that phenomena or is it the object or something attached to the object or coming through the object? That's I, what I wonder. I, I'd like to touch on that. Okay. I I feel that. And I feel this with anything. When we're doing paranormal investigations, when you're using your psychic abilities, I think the us factor is automatically in it, right off the top. In other words, we are the catalyst for what happens. In other words, our energy, here's how I look. I, I look at it. My energy connects with their energy, which then makes it big enough to give me thoughts Give me readings. Uh, may, may make me able to tell. Hey, you know, I saw this happen with you the other day. The same thing with picking up on when I'm in a haunted or a haunted location uh, where there's activity. I think, um, I think that when you step into that area and you bring your your being, your soul, your energy into that uh, situation, I think it's what pushes it forward. But I don't think it's just us, okay. and I don't think it's just them. I think it's both. 
that's that's sort of how I look at it. Yeah, I look at it as it's it's really both, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, not that you know to take anything away from them communicating with us or uh, being there to to do whatever. I, I think that we just we we're, we're part of it. So. But I think that there are di- the other thing is I think that there are different degrees of energy um, mm-hmm. with different objects or different dolls. Well, sure. So, like, um, she's not the only doll that I have a sense that there's um, things going on with them. Yeah. It's just that she's the one that um, I have the most physical stuff I can talk about. Yeah. Well, it's just it's the same as when you're saying, well, I can pick up on this person. Like, I have people at work that I uh, that I uh, use that. I'll say I use them as guinea pigs to learn how to do my abilities. And certain people, man, I can walk right by them and I just got it. I pick it up. Here it is. Boom, it's on every time. Other people, not so much. Uh, if I'm on an investigation, sometimes... I feel like I'm going to pass out or, or just get wiped out because the energy is so strong. And then sometimes it's like, eh, it's a little bit there. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. Basically. So, yeah. um, so, and, and, and besides dolls, I mean, other objects could be haunted too. I mean, jewelry. The big box. Yeah. Yeah. The big box. You know, actually there's all sorts of stuff. Um, if you look on eBay, there's all sorts of stuff that people are trying to hawk as haunted. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it is haunted, but a lot of it you'll see are like rings or amulets or things like that. But then there are other objects that I think um, aren't, it isn't necessarily that they're haunted, but it, that it's somebody has put some type of energy into um, like somebody, maybe Wiccan, who puts some kind of a binding spell on an object, um, okay. things like that. I think I think that those things probably have their own kind of energy, or like um, a voodoo doll, right? Well, that has it, its own kind of energy. Well, how about like you know, and then well, now we're t- well, let's talk crystals and stuff like that, or, or lucky charm. Or- yeah, anything, crystals, limestone, quartz, mm-hmm. uh, all these different things. But that's things. different because crystals have a vibrational energy to them. But and that's think, why they have they have properties. But but don't you think they can that something could get attached to that because of that particular Oh, reason? probably, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Where um uh like a crystal lamp well, for instance or something. That, like that. On that one, I can I can explain a couple things. I have a quartz ball. I'll pick it up in a minute, and I call it my heal my healing ball because uh, for me, uh, when I give it I give it to my clients, uh, that I actually have little in you know like little images that go into it. Like I have inside the crystal ball, the quartz ball right now. There's a little shark. And it was given to me by a girl who was about 13 at the time. She was in physical pain. And as she held it, this enclosure came in. And it's different. It's orange. And you can see the shape. I have done another session with a little girl who had cancer. And as she held it, you literally saw a, a like a, a light going through it as, you know, with her hands. And there's three little angels. And they're outlined in orange inside the ball. They have never gone away. The little girl passed since. But... I have them, and whenever I handle, you know, I give it to people to hold, they just feel like very much at peace, they feel like all their stuff goes, so in a way, it doesn't mean that my quartz ball is gaining, you know, is getting the energy from others and creating images in it, yes, is it haunted, no, you know, I don't feel like my, my quartz ball doesn't go rolling around and hurting anybody, um, that's kind of where the you know I say you know like the definition of hunting. Um, yeah. You know when you guys talk about objects, 
you know, you can talk about the, you know, the Catholic Church. You know, there's been so many different things that have happened over the years where you have the Virgin Mary that's, you know, bleeding. Um, and you see it. So is that means that it's haunted? So is it possessed? You know, what is it? So that's where the, you know, there's a very fine line when we start talking about hunting. You know, it's like uh, when you talk about leaving vibration or energy marks into anything, we'll leave an energy mark into our homes. We, you know, even the left in the computer. Many times I'm doing, you know, sending messages to people and it's like I can feel them and it's like, and I brag to them that way. And it's like you can pick up their energy and their vibration. Once the intention is there, once the connection is made, it's very clear that, you know, vibration moves, you know, the energy will keep on moving and changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a selenite wand that I use for like when I have headaches or things, I, I hold on to that thing and it goes away. Yeah, I mean, well, and, well, no, I've seen those wands, and I always wondered about them. Cause to me, it just reminds me of Harry Potter, but, you know. Um, you know, I mean, what kind of, you know I mean, uh, is it because, are the wands, like, do they have, like, you saying, are they made out of something, or is there... Like- it's selenite. So mine is, yeah, they're usually carved out of uh, a crystal, and mine okay. is carved out of selenite, which is um, gypsum. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, like wallboard, uh, gypsum. Okay. <gasps> And so I don't know why, but one day I had a headache and that thing was just calling out to me. So I picked it up and I, I just, I held onto it and I put it up against my forehead. I mean, part of it was that when I have a migraine, something cool feels good. And so I just wanted to hold it because it was cool. But as I was holding it, it, it made my headache go away. Oh, that nasty Oh, there it is. That's, that's pretty. huge. That is, it is. huge. It is. Wow. And cool. I know if you guys cannot see it, but like right here. Hmm. It's like the orange shark. It's literally, it's like a little shark. And here is the outline of three little angels. And it's orange. It's different than the coarse ball. Hmm. Wow. Wow. And they didn't have those when you first got it, right? No. When I got my quartz ball, uh, she was very clear. All of these breaks that you're seeing in it, um, they were not there. And then uh, she's been with me for almost uh, six years now. And so over time, as people have held it, um, you know, little things have come in. I do cleanse it. You know, I clean it um, because I don't want anybody's negative, you know, energy staying yeah, in yeah. it. But um, it's been, you know, I call it my healing ball. People feel very good after they have held it. So. Oh, look, your cat's really close to Suzanne. Look. Well, see now. No, Chad has a question, but I can't Ms. find the question, Cheryl. What can I um, find the I'll question? I'll scroll up. It was in the chat room. Um, he asks, if you believe strongly enough, couldn't any object become haunted? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yep. Yeah, do, you, do we need further explanation or was that good? <laughs> yes. That's good. So I have a question then. I bought I bought some furniture from an estate sale many years ago. And it was well taken care of. It was maybe from the 50s. One was an old-fashioned sewing machine. And the other was a very nice dresser set. And ever since, uh, after getting that um, furniture, it seems like it might have come with some type of a spirit attachment or some type of energy. And I have experienced this energy, and Chad has experienced this energy. Now, uh, we got rid of the sewing machine when we moved to Tennessee. So last year that was gone. I still have the dressers. One's in my room, one's in Corey's room. 
But w one of the things that happened was um, one um, night I was in my bedroom and the sewing machine began to vibrate. Now, this is a heavy sewing machine. It was It's a sewing mm -hmm. machine that's in the table, you know, that drops down. The old yeah, fashioned. Yeah, yeah. I had one of those. It's very mm -hmm. heavy. It drops down to the table. Can, uh, I was using it as a as a, just an end table at that point because, yeah, I didn't sew. Anyway, um, so it started vibrating. That's what I used mine for too, Cheryl. Yeah, this really heavy, <laughs> heavy piece of furniture started. There was no trucks going down the road, you know. And, and um, it started vibrating and all of a sudden... And, the, and it was sitting next to the slide. Uh, I was on the second floor, the sliding glass door that goes out onto a balcony. And I have vertical blinds. And so it started moving. And, I, and I'm and i looking at it. I'm going, why is there's no earthquake? You know, what's going on here? And a gush, oh, uh, uh, not a gush, a um, whoosh of wind or whatever you want to call it. A gust of wind blew the blinds whew, like that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I was so dumbfounded. I'm like, okay, the the windows aren't open no doors i'm just sitting here on my bed there's no reason logically for something like this to happen well one of the first questions we ask people cheryl when we get a new client calling us yeah one of the first things we ask is um have you brought anything in to the house um new that's or have you brought anything into the house from an antique show uh, an antique store a garage sale second hand have you brought yeah. anything into the house okay. what have you brought into the house and you would be amazed at how many times people are like oh well i just bought this dresser that's an antique and I, nine out of ten times when people answer that question and yes we brought something it winds up being that object. Yeah, so the first thing before we will do an investigation or anything, we tell people if you're uncomfortable with this and this is something new into your home, move it to your garage, move it to a storage, take it out of the house, put it on your front porch, whatever you need to do, and see if it changes. And so many times it changes. And that's well, funny that you say that's funny. Wait, it's funny that you say that story because there's some lady called me like a year ago crying, saying that. Um, uh, weird stuff was happening in her house. There were scratches on the brand new cement floor they put in the basement. Um, they didn't know what it, the first question I said was, have you gotten anything lately that was not with the house? And I got, yes, I did. We got a painting that was given to us by someone who said they didn't want to keep the painting. And what's is interesting is the painting was, uh, it was like, the person's like I don't know someone a relative had made the painting for them and they didn't want the painting so they gave it to her and as soon as they got it uh, things start happening so I said look yeah. take the painting put it out in the shed and tell me if anything happens and within like a couple of days after they did that everything stopped interesting it, well it's it's common yeah and yeah. I and I and I was pretty sure it was attached to the sewing machine whatever it was the energy or maybe even some type of spirit but Chad I told Chad about the experience not I mean not even that much later he had the same exact experience while he was alone in that room that I had so, wow yeah but and, you don't have it anymore well, and here's what's interesting is I've known you. This is the third home you've lived in that I've known you. And every single one, you've always been, well, something's going on here. <laughs> and you never related to me this sewing machine story. Oh, did I? Have to, okay. thought I did. <laughs> no, no, not so much. Yeah, that was one of the one of the most, I mean, I've had a lot of strange things happen. But that, that right there, really, there's, there was just no explanation. Yeah, for me to, yeah. I couldn't figure out any other 
Yeah, I just had a case a couple of weeks ago. Did a walkthrough of a house. Um, it was like an apartment in senior housing, and um, I walked in. And when I was talking to her on the phone, I could see exactly. I could see her dog sitting in a room and looking through the door into this other room, looking at something. And I said, "Does your dog sit and in, look into like it's a guest room or a sewing room or something?" She said, "Yes, my dog sits and stares into my sewing room." I walked into that apartment. And um, it wasn't a very big apartment, but it was like a magnet drew me immediately into that room to this big dresser. Wow. And I said, I said, where did this come from? And she said, oh, it's about 100 years old. And a friend of mine bought it for me at an estate sale. And I said, this is it. I mean, and so we did some stuff with quartz crystals where I would have her hold a quartz crystal. So I would have her touch the dresser with nothing. And it had this big, heavy, like a almost a pulling you down, a grounding vibration to it. And I would hand her quartz crystal, and she'd touch the dresser, and she wouldn't feel a thing. So she now has it surrounded with quartz crystals. <laughs> <laughs> and she well, says her dog isn't having any more problems. Well, Nancy, do you remember we went out to the, was it the, was the Crystal Lake? Where we went to the house where they had the, the statue? Yeah, and it was a child's room, and they kept they couldn't figure it out. And we found out that um, every time I took my millimeter, which I had the rem with it, if we would get near the this particular statue, the thing would just go off. And I would say, "Can you stop it?" And it would stop. And I'd say, "Okay." And so then we we thought it was the older looking statue, but it was the newer one that I think the mom had bought. Um, uh, or it was from the town that they originally lived in. I think the sister got it. Was it the mom or the sister? I think it was the mom. The sister got it for her is um, a baby shower. Well, she was yeah. when she was expecting the baby, the child mm-hmm. that was having issues at night, and it was into the child's room. Yeah, and it was like a, a so statue. We of asked a, a, to take it out of the child, pregnant yeah. woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it was a pregnant so woman. The, um, and it's cool because the videos on you go to Facebook on Indirect Investigations the or the website, but I think it's on Facebook. You can click on it, watch it. It's hilarious, and just keep doing. And it's like any, there was something electrical there didn't set it off and as soon as we i would take the statue and pick it up literally off the thing and then put it near the thing and it would go off and i'm like okay now stop it it would stop and it's like are you kidding me so then we removed the statue and i went in the same area with the meters and everything nothing 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 at all so it was pretty cool well we had the other thing is sometimes people get mad when you tell them it's something because they've gotten a really good bargain you know, so they've gone to yeah. secondhand well, yeah, store, this was like, and you know, they have they they found the perfect <laughs> dresser for the baby's room. I had that happen one time where um, I, a gal called and she was experiencing all these things with her house, and I said, "It's something you just brought into the house. It's something you bought secondhand. It's white. You've painted it white. It's in your child's room." She was like, "Well, I have a dresser there, but no." I need you to come out. There's a. I said, "But did this happen before the dresser was there?" Well, no. I said, well, <laughs> remove the dresser from the house. Well, no. So I finally agreed to go up and did a walk through the apartment. I walked in. I walked straight to the room where the dresser was. I said, this is it. Put it out on the front porch. Put it in your garage, something. They took it out. It's fine. Isn't that funny? It's like, yeah, the dresser's spinning around the room and everything. But I don't want to get rid of it. I only it spent was a two bucks on it. it That's right. And, you know, it's like, well, yeah, but it's spinning around your room. Don't you understand this? So, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> so, um... So yes, yeah, so we're. Um, I mean, I'm done with my experimentation on the dolls. Are, are you still doing some of yours, Karen? Or are you? Are yeah, you... I have. Like I say, I, I kind of got uh, tied up in back-to-back books, and mm-hmm. um, 
So those are those are done, and so I just need to take the time to do it now. But Tanner's been home, so I've been a little distracted, you know. So yeah, I plan to do something um, probably in the next week or so. I do have some of them I just boxed up because I know that there's just absolutely nothing I can tell by the touch. I can tell by you know that there's just nothing, and I and like I say, I expected that. I completely yeah. expect that, so they're boxed and put away. Yeah, and then Nancy, yours is kind of ongoing all the time, right? I mean, it's pretty much. Yes. Yeah, she's well, as I said earlier, what I'd like I'm going to try to do this week is I'm going to take her uh, with me to uh, see if we can do an aura picture. Because I'm excited I, I about that. I want to see what happens because if yeah. there's nothing there, then there should be no energy picked up. You know, mm. there should be nothing. But I feel that that is. So that'll be kind of cool for me. It's like yeah. my science experiment. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> And, and we have Ben too. Has Ben reined in yet to you of anything that he? Um, he has really said that there wasn't that not much of anything. And Michael too, actually Michael White. Um, okay. And he sent me his findings, and I don't, I, I can't remember off the top of my head what they are right now. His were really inconclusive, is, is yeah. kind of what he said was it was inconclusive. <laughs> but the thing with with so, I think that when you're bringing a spirit into your home. I think that there may be an adjustment period, so I don't think you jump right into doing the experiments. Um, I think you give them time to feel comfortable with you and comfortable in your home, and then maybe you do some experiments. Yeah, um, yeah, because I mean, well, uh, when I got the the two that you sent me, I mean, I just kind of, I didn't really get anything off. I mean, it was kind of like, you know, like when I, I sent you what yeah. I found, but I was like, I really can't say they are or aren't because it was kind of like. A little bit here and that, a little bit here. Now, Sarah Jane was more, once we got going with me and uh, Kena, she seemed to like, hey, this is cool. She liked the, the child songs we played, and then we got more response on that, and that was really kind of fun. Um, so there was definitely interaction there, though we yeah. didn't get, what's interesting, we didn't get any audio. I didn't get audio on any yeah. of them. Even with Matilda, I never did. So, But the thing about the boy doll. Yes. Is that Nancy, we were having that, we did the psychic round table, and Nancy saw that doll before it ever came to you. Nancy described him, and I showed her the picture, and she was like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny, too, because you we got, a, like what I said, to, we got a little bit off of him. Like, he seemed to be like there was something to him, but he was very, like, put off, standoffish. But uh, oh, and I take it back. We did get the audio of uh, him. Uh, we got Paul. Um, that's where you know, when we were saying, "What's your name?" and he said, "Paul." Now the girl one, not I don't know if there was or if it's so residual, it's hardly anything. But he seemed like it was a little bit to him. But then he kind of then it just kind of pulled back, and so I I couldn't say for sure, you know, hundred percent that it's there all the time. But um, like Sarah Jane and Matilda, oh yeah, yeah, they're there, you know. So that's very interesting. I like it. So we have. And you said oh, and we're going to be writing about the, this is going to be into the magazine, right? And like, yeah, in probably in, in July, I would guess July or August. Well, yeah. it'll, yeah, cool. yeah, because I want to, I want people to also understand, um, like what they're getting into when they're buying these dolls on eBay. Because first of all, if you are buying a haunted spirit, you're bringing a spirit into your home. Mm-hmm. And you need to be ready for that, and you right. need to be in a place where that's okay, and it doesn't freak you out, and you can interact with the spirit in a compassionate, kind, and loving manner. Yes, so that's you- important to me. Mm-hmm. But also, the other thing that people need to understand is just because somebody says it's haunted on eBay, it does not mean it's haunted. Yeah, and if it's like nine thousand dollars, like the one that Karen and I saw, 
I would definitely not purchase that. 10000 It was $10,000. Yeah, $10, yeah. yeah, you can see yeah, the people. Yeah. yeah, but it only takes one person, right? It only takes yeah, one it's person. Like, oh, my God, $10,000. It's haunted. It's it. a what a bargain. Yeah, it's like not doing anything. What the hell? <laughs> and I, like, I, yeah, followed, well. I followed a lot of the sellers. I probably for about a month followed all of the haunted doll listings on eBay. And I looked at, at how much things sold for and which sellers had a lot of repeat things and the types of stories that the different sellers told and all of that. And so it's just, it's just this like little fascinating subculture almost, um, what these sellers are doing to sell their dolls. Well, and it's as bad as those Dybbuk boxes where they, this is a Dybbuk box and it's all sealed in wax. Well, the Dybbuk box barely had any wax on it, the real one, so I don't There's know. There's only one Dybbuk box. I know. It's like, Karen, come on. I have a question <laughs> for you. What do yeah. you think drives people to buy an object that is haunted? Um, it depends on the person, I guess. There are some people who are just, uh, you know, they want to, they're, they're looking for a thrill. Um, there are people who are genuinely curious and maybe want to find out about life after death, things like that. Um, there are people who are lonely and they're looking for companionship. Um, you know, there, I, I, I think people have as many personal reasons for doing it. Like mine was part curiosity, um, because this is such a big trend right now. But I think that for me, it was also, um, you know, I connect very deeply with the spirits that I connect with. And I, I want to improve things for them and help them to um, move on if they need to or, uh, you know, uh, do those types of things. So for me, it was, yeah, okay, I want to write an article. Yeah, I'm curious about this. I'm curious about why this is a trend. But the other thing for me is that because I connect with spirits and, and I want to help them if they need help. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, one of the reasons I asked you is because, um, you know, I have a discussion going about, you know, uh, tools that we use and why do we use them, how do we use them. And uh, one of the biggest things for me is intention. You know, there's been a conversation of, you know, yeah. why you use a Ouija board, or why you use automatic writing, um, you know, why do you do past life regression? Those are all right. tools that allow us to connect. And I feel that, you know, a doll or, you know, um, prayer beads, anything, you know, that helps you to connect to higher source is mm -hmm. just a way to connect. But I feel that, you know, what I, you know, when you said to people, be warned, of, you know, be careful what you buy, again, it will be, what is your intention? You know, why do you want to bring it into your home? You know, if it's curiosity, make sure there's educated, you know, decision that you make. Just don't go out there and buy something just because, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, and I, I feel like, you know, it's the same time when, you know, when you or I would make a connection with spirit, you know, as a professional, you can tell, you can, you know, you know if it's a positive energy or a negative energy and you will know what to do. If it's somebody who is novice and they don't know the difference, that's how you open portals. That's how you create problems that don't need to be created. Yeah, so. and, and I wanna I actually want to talk about some of that in the article too, so I appreciate that you you bring that up because yeah, you know, um I can use a Ouija board and have a completely different experience than somebody who, you know, saw the exorcist and wants to have a thrill. I mean, so intention does have a lot to do with it. And, but also knowing what you're doing has a lot to do with it and knowing how to um, protect yourself and protect your, those around you and all of that. But yeah, intention. And that's why Nancy, I think that I almost always encounter 
spirits that I love is because that's my intention. Right. And I agree agree with you because, you know, you work towards the positive energy, the white light. So you're going to attract that into your life. Um, And that's kind of where, you know, when you're describing, you know, you ask me questions about the Tao that I have. I feel that Suzanne, sometimes I don't like to call her that, by the way. (laughs) I don't know why. But I feel that, you know, there is a story behind her. And I would like to have that tangible part that confirms what I feel. But unfortunately, there is no way unless I go back and see who purchased it, from where they purchased it. You know, um, yeah. you know. possibly I would love to know if the little girl that played with her is still in this world. You know, that kind of thing. And I feel that she is. You know, mm-hmm. so, but again, it's like I... You know, I would warn people before they jump to buying something that um, they do know that is very possible that it's haunted, um, that they know what they're doing, you know, that they're bringing in a safe environment. Um, you know, if you bring in an object, uh, like I said, when I opened the box, um, I knew that something wasn't right. You know, the animals knew that there wasn't something right. So did I make sure that the environment was safe before I opened the box, even though you sent it to me and your intention was clear, I still made sure that the space was clear and, you know, and it was a safe thing. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, like I said, I feel like going, okay, you want to buy a haunted doll, that's fine, but read the fine print, you know, be careful. Yeah, you. yeah. and plus, yeah. you know, you can just get ripped off and there's nothing to it at all. So when you're just buying a doll just to have a doll. Well, that's why you don't pay $10,000 for it. You pay, you know, you, you find the cheap yeah, ones. Very minimal. Wasn't Sarah yeah. Jane like $10 or something, $15? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was shipping. It was like $20, like $22. So, I mean, it was nothing expensive or anything like that. So, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not, even, well, I'm not going to fund my money off for anything like that. How do you, how do you know for sure? You don't know. You never know. So it's like, um, no. Exactly, exactly. So I just looked at the time and I realized we have to wrap up. Hey, Nancy, thank you for thank you for coming on and hanging out. My pleasure. Nancy, Nancy's our go-to person when when we lose a guest. We just call Nancy. (laughs) Thanks, Nance. Thank you. All right, and yeah, and Cheryl, thank you too for you know talking about Bettina. Sure thing. It's fascinating. It is. It is. Haunted objects are really interesting, and they're really very popular right now. And um, so, yeah, it's a good time to be talking about it. The, you know, people are spending a lot. There are people who think that they can make $10,000 on a haunted doll, which is just crazy to me. Um, so, yeah. So, Cheryl, what's what do we have coming up for the show? Well, next week, which is June 25th, we will be talking about... Diksha, the Oneness Blessing, with Paula Rosenfeld. And Paula Rosenfeld is an awakened, certified oneness trainer, a shamanic healer, a clairvoyant meditation teacher, as well as the author of the book called The Oneness Blessing, How Diksha Can Help You Become Your Authentic Self, Heal heal Your Relationships, and Transform the World. Well, I know nothing about any of what you just said, so I'll be totally confused for the show. I think not. You'll you, it'll be good gonna, for you. Yep, I think it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, once I understand it, it will. It'd be, <laughs> There's a it'd lot be of big very, words in there. Yes, and Cheryl, will Rick be back next week for his show? I know he was off this week. Yes, he will. He'll be back next week. So tune in an hour before Paranormal Underground Radio in the dark to listen to Common Sense Paranormal Radio with Rick Hale. Yes, and also now um, you guys know that I do this little dream column, dream interpretation column for the big magazine. 
And we are woefully short of your dreams right now. So send us your dreams so that I can interpret them. And again, you can do it anonymously if you like, um, and I will leave it anonymous. You can say your first name. You can say your first and last name, however you would like to handle it. Um, but do send us your dreams, and let's see if there's some good insight we can offer. I know that Chuck uh, Chuck's dreams turned out to be pretty pretty prescient, didn't they, Chuck? Yes, they did. Yes. Yeah, did. yeah, and Chad's too, right, Cheryl? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, so send it to editor at paranormalunderground.net. And um, we just have one month. I, I'm, on, I'm on my last dream. This is this month. The June magazine is the last dream, right? It is. We need more. <laughs> we need your dreams. Editor at paranormalunderground.net. Tell Cheryl how you would like to be represented. Cheryl will send it to me if you want to be anonymous. She will not forward the email. She will just send me the dream. Correct. So you stay totally anonymous to me if that's what you want. Yes. Although in some cases I can figure out who you are. (laughs) You're not supposed to do that, Karen. I I know. I know. But I never say in the magazine, I know this is you, Chuck. I know. I know who this is. Wink, wink. Now we'll continue with the interpretation. It's like, oh, my gosh, she knows it's me. No, no. So no, it's I think amazing, it's, I, it's amazing to me how symbolic dreams are. I have dreams, and I think, holy crap, that was the weirdest dream. I, there's something wrong with me. And I sit down and I start interpreting, inter, interpreting it. I was almost said interpreting. That would have been sad. <laughs> I start interpreting it, and it makes so much sense. You know, the two guys in a beard and a Volkswagen means something. Well, yeah. Besides the obvious, but. So I had a I have a question really quick. Uh, I know we have a few minutes left, so I just want to ask really quick. Because this happened to me when I was sleeping last night. So you tell me really quick. If you can't tell me quickly, if not, we'll just do it off air. But um, I I I was dreaming, doing whatever, and I just woke up. Like I woke up, like I'm awake. You know, I don't understand this because I was really tired. But I, I I remember waking up like I'm awake. What woke me up? I'm awake. You know, and I, I have a CPAP that I sleep with. So I'm making sure, like, maybe that didn't shut off. Or, I'm like, no, everything's fine. But I just, I've never had it where I just awoke and I was, like, just sitting there going, why did I just wake up? Like, something changed. Something happened. Something changed. I felt like something changed, but I don't know what it was. And then I was like, all right, whatever. And I went back to sleep. But it was really, really odd. I do that sometimes, too. I don't know what that is. I yeah. Something okay. woke you up. I mean, normally when I wake up, I have to go, you know, pee or something. But, you know, this wasn't one of those times, folks. No peeing this time. Just woke <laughs> no, up. No, sometimes I do. Sometimes I'll wake up and it, I will have no idea. I mean, sometimes it's like a dream wakes me up and I just don't want to be in that dream anymore because yeah. it's creepy yeah. or something. But sometimes it's just I just wake up. Yeah, I, I don't just, know. I, I just sort of thought it was middle age. Oh, is that all it is? I thought it was just some cool, like, interpretation. Just middle-aged, Chuck. Just don't go back to sleep. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Karen, for the interpretation. Well, right? I mean, I, that's not a dream. That's You woke up. Well, I know, I'm not well, a doctor. I'm a dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, that was, maybe you woke up at that point because you were supposed to remember the dream. Did you write maybe. it down? No, I couldn't remember the dream. I woke up and I was like, what the hell is I dreaming about? No, I was totally confused. I'm looking at the wall. I'm like, why am I awake? I was asleep. I don't know. I wake up so many times a night. I haven't slept. I haven't slept a full night in like 19 years since I was pregnant with Tanner. So. 19 years? Mm-hmm. I, I wake up I wake up probably five or six times at least every night. I got to take a couple called Tylenol PM and I'm, I can't even get up in the morning. I'm like, I'm like I've been tranquilized or something. 
I would say it's a mom thing, the waking up several times a night. When you when you have a baby, it starts and it's and I never I never was able to get back into sleep and through the night again. I wouldn't know I wouldn't know about that. I'm not a mom, so can't can't speak upon it. That's something I, I have three ladies looking at me right now, they're like, Yeah, well, we understand what the mom thing is. I don't, I'm sorry. Cheryl, do you sleep full nights? Oh no. Not Nancy, do you sleep through the rarely. night? See? Wow! Holy yeah. crap! Thank God I'm a man. And did it? Did it start about the time that you were pregnant and had babies? Yeah, for me, no. Yeah, for me, I would say so. No, no, but yeah, I'm a light sleeper to begin with. So, oh uh, no, yeah. no I for- sleep. I sleep the mom sleep. You know, but which is a light sleeper? You sleep the mom sleep. There you have it, folks. And with that, an eye open. <laughs> that's right. And with that, folks, it is time for us to take off. Nancy, thank you. Thank you. Um, so come back next week at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern, other times in the flyover states. That's yeah, where I live. Yeah, where Chuck <laughs> lives. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark here on the Hazy Radio Network. You all have a good night. Good night. Night. If you'd like to be again on Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark, email us at editor at paranormalunderground.net. And until next week, remember this. If something looks out of place or doesn't feel quite right, it could just be something 